This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of introspection and reflection on loss, grief, and the pathway to mental wellness. All the while nourishing my soul with the music and art of the late indie rock singer-songwriter, David Berman. How are you doing? It's a brand new year, 2023. You've had a day inside of this thing. What do you think so far? For me, it's curious. The whole shebang around a new year and the turning of a calendar, it gives us a superpower. It gives us a power of forgetfulness. We forget that just one year prior, we thought we had superpowers as well. And we load our plate full of things that we think we should be able to accomplish or might be able to accomplish, or if everything were perfect, we could accomplish these things. I know for me, this is happening right now. I am going to try and be a better version of myself in 2023 But I don't know what that means because 2022 was really a terrific year. I did a lot of traveling. I started this podcast and have managed to keep it going. You know, they say that for podcasts, uh, when you get to 10 episodes, usually that's when people quit. Or they don't even reach 10 episodes. Well, here we are rocking episode 20. So check. Going back to the beginning of 2022, I thought I had superpowers as well. And it turns out I didn't. I didn't manage to do 10,000 steps a day in 2022. Nowhere close. If I look... I did, I want to say, well, hold on. Let me take a peek. I'm going to look. I track this shit. And I can tell you that as a, as a, as a crazy tracker, um, I'm able to judge myself more efficiently. <laughs> I did 4,091 steps per day in 2022. So what makes me think I can hit 10,000 in 2023? There's different ways of looking at this stuff. Some people like to set goals that are achievable, you know, if, if miraculous things happen. And others like to set up goals that are smart. Smart goals. You've heard of this. So for real, my 2023 goal should be, I don't know, 5,000 steps a day. That would be 1,000 steps more than I did in 2022, which would be a huge victory. But that's not the way we work. We roll into these new years and we pile up our plate full of many different things that we're going to do. And we don't necessarily think of the impact that that is going to have on our psyche. 
And I assure you that setting yourself up to fail is no way to succeed. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but to me it does because I track this shit. I'm a tracker. (laughs) I don't know. I could tell you how many times I got high in 2022. I could tell you exactly how many drinks I had. And perhaps I should consult that chart when I set goals for 2023 is all I'm really saying. I'm already talking about doing my chores around the house in a more efficient, better manner. I'm talking about adding new chores. I don't do a lot of cooking around the house, but that would be really helpful, I think, if I did. So maybe if I started to cook one day a week, that would be good. But going from zero to one day a week, that's fucking major. So maybe it should be one day a month. And then if I succeed by doing it every week, then I've, you know, done better than the goal that I set. Do any of you struggle with this shit? This is the kind of stuff that makes me lose my fucking mind. Setting goals, setting realistic goals, setting goals that I'm not going to bash the shit out of myself for when I inevitably fail. I used to say that I loved the Atkins diet. Uh, It's become now known as like a, a, you know, a a low carb diet or no carb diet, or it, it, it goes by many names. But at one point it was called the Atkins diet. And I did that and I was successful with that, but I gained it all back. Now, At the time, I remember saying to people that I liked that diet because it punished me. The diet punished me. It kept me away from things that I loved. And so that was, you know, tantamount to success. And my psychiatrist at the time was was flabbergasted by this. She was like, you measure success in terms of punishing yourself? And I was like, yeah. And the flip side is, I know that I'm not going to be able to do this forever. So I'm going to fail at one point. I'm going to like break the diet at one point and fail. So it's like double-sided win. And she came after me big time for that because it, it was just, you know, the idea that I would be so savage against myself but doing it in such a, a way that I relished it, she just couldn't wrap her head around it. And neither, neither can I. I'm totally sober right now, which is um, maybe why I'm talking like this. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that the turning of the calendar messes me up. And I'm hoping that this year, It doesn't. Fingers crossed, applesauce.
on the record, quite frankly. I'm going to tell you. It's sort of a throwback to the Arizona record, I feel. Uh, It's got that protoplasmic feel to it where the band is exploring the space around them and putting the lyrics that David has written through their paces It's just not one that I love. It's not, there's no real melodic hook. There's no real, uh, there is like a rhythmic uh, vibe to it. I think Bob's doing some great things in percussion. I love the piano. I think all of that is lovely. But it feels different than the Silver Jews that I know and love. And that's the cool thing about a project like this is getting to see the evolution of a band. Getting to hear the evolution of a band, I suppose, is a better way to put it. How they progress, how they grow, how they change and adapt their songwriting strategies and styles. And we're hearing that. This is an 11-track record. And while we've heard some songs that that fit the mold of later Silver Jews, there obviously needs to be a place for some of their protoplasmic work as well, you know, when they're creating that many songs out of whole cloth. So there's that. What did you think of Pan American Blues? Send me an email, jd at meetingmalchemist.com. Would love to hear from you. It would be great, in fact. What do you say we dive into actual air and read another page in the lengthy, lengthy poem that we started called From Cantos for James Michener, Part 2. From Cantos... For James Michener, part two. So the first page was called CI, and the second is CXL. So here we go. Let's dive in. And it's not a full page, it's actually uh, uh, two thirds of a page. 
We start in parentheses. If you have ever quit an imaginary job over an imaginary pay cut, mistakenly taking your house thermostat for a dial with which to focus the windows, written a play about the special relationship that blooms when a withdrawn honor student is assigned to tutor the school's basketball star, fallen in love with the woman who plays the part of your character's wife and bears you a child that can communicate with rust, been deafened by a panoply of voices in the classifieds, tied up every private detective in town with false leads, taken photos of people saying, shut up, or know a place where you can get married at midnight. Then you know what I'm talking about. End parentheses. I'm going to sit with this for a second because that's a... I don't fucking know. I don't know what we just got there. I don't know what we just got there. Maybe this is a bad idea to break this up. Maybe I need to do the whole goddamn thing. Maybe next week I'll just do this entire. No, I can't do that. Yeah, I can. I can do anything. No, you've got a format that you use. No, no. Nobody gives a shit about your format, JD. It's just you. It's just you and dogma. You need to get over yourself. You need to get under the problem and over yourself. How do you do that? How do you imagine a man in the moon when you can't see that far, no matter how hard you squint? How do you do it? I don't know. There are answers, though. There are fucking answers. And uh, I want to find them with you. Are you ready? 2023, let's go. And that's what I got for you this week. So stay hungry, stay foolish, and wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www.thebermanproject.xyz. That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest at Berman Project. Podcasts and such.